Lord, we praise you that when we were lost, when we were wandering far from you, you came to find us and to rescue us in Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, I want to begin by saying a huge thank you to everyone who was involved in serving in, in Holiday Club this week. Whether you are young or old, whether you are here in the auditorium or in other parts of the building, or you are serving from home, or you are praying for everyone who is involved here, there were so many different people involved in helping the next generation know who Jesus is and the rescue that he came to give us. So we want to thank you and honor you for that. Now, throughout this week, we have seen that, and throughout this morning, we have seen that the ancient Israelites needed a great rescue from slavery in Egypt. But did you know that the Bible also teaches that every human being, including everyone here today, every human being needs to be rescued? But why? Because we're not in slavery are we? And we're certainly not in ancient Egypt. You don't wander around the road and see some pyramids. We're not in ancient Egypt. We're not in slavery. What is it that we need to be rescued from? Why do we need to be freed? What do we need to be set free from? To help us find the answer to those questions, we're going to read from one part of an encounter that Jesus had, which we find in John's Gospel. In John chapter 8, verse 31 to 34, we read this. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we should be set free? Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. In this encounter, Jesus helps us understand that we are all, everyone, slaves to sin. And even if we think we've never been slaves of any person, like the, the, the people Jesus was talking to thought. But Jesus says we all need to be set free. We all need to be set free from our slavery to sin. Well, what, what is sin? Well, someone has helped us understand what sin is, and I know we've been looking at this throughout the week as well. It's a bit, sin is a bit like us saying, shove off God, I'm in charge, no to your ways. Shall we say that together? Shove off God, I'm in charge, no to your ways. One more time so we get it. Sin is, shove off God, I'm in charge, no to your ways. And we're trapped living like this. And we might try to escape. We might try to turn over a new leaf. Or we might try to try harder at being nice. Or if it was a different time of year, we might try and have a set of New Year's resolutions. Or we might even try to get help from the great Joe Grishini. but we soon slip back into our sin. 
We can't get ourselves out of this mess that we're in. We can't rescue ourselves. We can't free ourselves. I heard about a story of a man who went for a walk in the hills a couple of winters ago. And it was a misty day. He'd wandered off the path a little bit to explore. And then he slipped. And as he slipped, his glasses fell off and he couldn't find them anymore. He lost his glasses. He was okay. He wasn't injured. But he couldn't find his glasses. And then he suddenly realized that without his glasses, he couldn't couldn't read his maps. He couldn't read the, the mapping software on his phone. And he knew that he was in trouble. He knew that he couldn't see well enough to get off the mountain safely. He knew that he couldn't rescue himself, that he needed to be rescued. And all of us as human beings, we have, as it were, lost, slipped and lost our glasses on the walk of life. And that means we're in difficulty. We can't see the maps properly to guide us through the journey of life, and we bump around not being able to see well. Our vision is blurred. We need to be rescued. We need a rescuer, and we need a rescuer greater than Moses. And we're going to hear about that rescuer now as Nick comes up, and Nick is going to read for us Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. I should have asked you to sit in a different place, Nick, really, shouldn't I? Sorry about that. It's all right. I think we've got away with that. There you go. My bad about the run. My bad. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Hebrews 3, verses 1 to 6. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the son over God's house, and we are his house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. We need to be rescued. But firstly... Firstly, we need to realize that we're in that position and then call for help. There was a moment when the man on the mountain realized that without his glasses, he needed help. So what did he do? Well, he called 999 and the mountain rescue team with their volunteers and search dogs came and found him. They came and found him and brought him back down safely. And we need a rescuer who has perfect vision, someone who can get us to safety, someone who can rescue us from our sin because he had no sin. And Jesus goes on in the encounter that we read about earlier in John chapter 8, verse 34, Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. 
Now, a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Jesus rescues us from slavery to sin. And even more than that, Jesus gives us a place in God's family. You know, for many, many generations after the exodus from Egypt, God's people in in ancient Israel remembered how God had rescued them. They remembered that through the festival of the Passover. And the Passover festival helped them to look back to the greatest rescue that they had ever known up until that point in history. It helped them look back and remember But Jesus was an even greater rescuer than their leader, Moses. And it was actually this time of the Passover festival when Jesus was in Jerusalem. He was sharing a Passover meal with his disciples on the night before he died. And dramatically, Jesus changed the meal that they were sharing. He changed what it was signifying. So when Jesus took the bread, he broke it. And he gave it to them, saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup full of wine and said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. And Jesus did this because he was about to make the greatest rescue ever. By dying on the cross and being raised back to life, he would rescue from sin and from all its consequences everyone who trusts in him and follows him. In dying on the cross, Jesus took the consequences of our sin. He takes the punishment in our place. And by being raised back to life, he demonstrates that he is who he said he was and that he can rescue us and that he he can bring us new life. Jesus rescues us from being slaves and makes us children of God. Jesus rescues us from fear and brings us freedom. Romans 8 says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Do you see how following Jesus is living in in freedom, not in fear? Following Jesus is living as God's children, not living as slaves to sin. And all we need to do is to respond to the rescue Jesus offers you. So let me ask, have you responded to the real rescue that Jesus offers you? It's not not a matter of calling 999, but calling out for Jesus to rescue you and of following him all your days as he leads us through life. Young or old this morning, have you responded to the greatest rescue?
And are you living in the freedom of being God's child, not the fear of being enslaved to sin? Let's bow our heads as we pray. Lord, we thank you for sending Jesus to rescue us and help us to respond by trusting in and following Jesus. And help us, Lord, by your spirit, know that if we're following Jesus, know at the very deepest level of our beings that we are dearly loved children of God, sons and daughters, heirs, in your family. Help us not to be afraid, but live in the freedom that being your children brings. In Jesus' name, amen.